Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. Welcome. It's great to have you on the show tonight. It's one of those powerful shows that can create a total shift in your life just because of the perspective that you're going to look at things with. I'm going to uh, get into what that show's about after I let you know that the current issue of 1111 Magazine is on stands now with some amazing interviews with Marianne Williamson and Byron Katie, along with others. It is the conscious business issue, and it speaks about our business, our personal business, our spiritual business, and our life purpose business. So there are some wonderful articles along with 11 powerful intentions. You can get those at Barnes & Noble, Chapters Books, or at 1111 Magazine. That's 1111mag.com. Also, join me tomorrow at 1 p.m. Pacific for the Inspiring Women's Summit, and there will be a wonderful conversation going on, and uh, we can have a lot of question and answers afterward. It's an amazing group of women that are speaking in the summit, and we have over 50,000 guests that are listening in from 37 countries. But tonight we have an amazing show. Most of us will encounter different types of experiences that may cause uh, illness, disease, discomfort, even accidents. And so often we take the approach to just fix it. We get to a doctor. We try to do whatever we can to get rid of it. But what we're doing is we're treating a symptom. We're not actually treating the cause. And tonight's show is going to bring a lot of light to that subject. There's an amazing book out entitled The Secret Language of Your Body, The Essential Guide to Health and Wellness. And it's by Ina Siegel. She is uh, a wonderful, best-selling uh, author of an Australian book on alternative health, which is The Secret Language of Your Body that we're discussing tonight. She's the creator of Visionary Intuitive Healing, and she's internationally recognized as a healer, professional speaker, author, and television host. She's a pioneer in the field of energy medicine. And what I can tell you is through the course of this show, you're going to start looking at everything from a common cold to headaches to even things like cancer or stress or fatigue or fractures, everything that goes on in your life because it has a meaning behind it. And that's the approach that we have to look. Just as 1111 symbolizes one of the many languages of the universe, another one of those great languages comes through our body. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Ina Siegel to 1111 Talk Radio. 
Hi, Simran. It's really good to be on the show with you. Oh, I'm thrilled to have you on, and it is an extremely powerful book that you have uh, wonderfully graced us with, not only in all of the content that it is, but even in your own story of how you got here and how you worked through your own pain, and this was all burst through you. So I really appreciate this work coming forward. Now, people do have a lot of issues with things from anything from suicides to strokes to heart attacks, and it does seem that if we step back from the actual issue, that there is something that the body is trying to tell us, and it must relate also to our lives and our jobs and our relationships and our attitudes. Is it all connected? I believe that your body reflects your life, and your life reflects your body, so it cannot be connected it's it's like breathing, you know, we are always, when we're around other people, when we are in different situations, which uh, either make us feel really good or really stressed, as you mentioned, or sad or fearful, it has a huge impact on our physical body. And our bodies have memories, so they remember everything that's happened to us. And the body's main um, job, really, is to show you where you are at in your life. So when you have pain in your body, when you have tension, when you have diseases, what it's saying to you is that something is not at ease, something is not working, and it really, really wants you to understand. You know, it wants you to receive that wisdom of the universe, you know, the message. And so when we start listening this is when we start to change our lives and really become empowered. Well, I think that one of the most powerful statements in the book, uh, and, and you wrote so much that was powerful, but the foreword was by Dr. Bernie Siegel. And one comment that he made about the book, and he said, I think that the message of this book is to stop living your untrue self's life, which others have imposed on you, and to eliminate not yourself, but what is killing you. And I think so many people inflict upon themselves the belief systems and the thoughts or the uh, obligations or the generational imprints that they have from other people, that it's almost as if we are packing down the body with all of this discomfort ourselves. And because we're doing it to ourselves, we can release it ourselves, is what you illustrate through the book. Yeah, and I think the big key in this is honesty, you know, almost ruthless self-honesty, where you really start looking at yourself and you start asking the really hard questions about your life and answering them rather than pretending or pushing things away or thinking, yeah, but it's going to, you know, like, if I, even if I continue doing the same thing that doesn't work, it's going to get better. And the truth is it, it doesn't. You have to change. You have to um, embrace yourself and know that you are valuable enough to, you know, to really live the best life that you can live. Well, I know the, what has gotten us to this place, though, it's really taking the body for granted because I know in going through some of the steps, which we'll go through in just a few minutes, mm -hmm. about connecting to the body, they seem like common sense things that we should naturally be doing, such as breathing, mm -hmm. such as uh, touching ourselves or focusing on a particular area. Mm -hmm. But 
we almost take the body for granted. We put it aside. We don't eat properly. We don't allow ourselves to take the deep breaths. If we hurt ourselves, we kind of brush it off if it's something that we can deal with later. And that's been one of the major detriments. Where does that come from? Is that something that we're taught? Is that something that we just all of a sudden lose focus of ourselves because the outside world seems so appealing? I think it's something that we observe other people do. And we think, well, the way, you know, as you mentioned in the beginning, the way to heal ourselves is really just to find somebody else to fix it, like a doctor, you know, that can give us something. Instead of, we're not taught from the beginning to love and honor our bodies. We're not taught that our bodies are important and beautiful and that uh, we need to love them. You know, we're taught that we need to be focused on pleasing other people and making sure that other people think that we're okay and we're normal. Well, and I think that that was one of the, in the beginning of the book, you tell your own story and where your turning point was. And you, in your teens, had debilitating pain and was visiting a chiropractor. And he looked at you and told you that your body was stuck. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people experience sometimes going into a doctor's office and the doctor saying, well, either there's nothing that I can do or they try things and they don't seem to figure out exactly what's wrong. But you took that experience, and although you got upset at first, (laughs) you took the experience and you realized that you were giving your power away. I did because it felt so bad. You know, and I'm not against people, I I just want to say going to doctors or chiropractors or healers or whoever. I think that it can be very powerful. But your attitude, the way you go there, needs to be coming from empowerment, coming from, hey, is this something that you can share with me that can help me? But I also know that I can help myself. Whereas I totally believed until that point that somebody else could help me and could fix my issue and that it had nothing to do with me and my responsibility because I felt so useless and weak in terms of doing anything for myself. And so at that point, I realized that that was never going to work and that I had to get back my power and my uh, belief in myself that I actually had some power over this body, over something that was part of me. And I think that's a very valid point because I believe a lot of people do go uh, to doctors in kind of a victim consciousness as if, okay, here you are, fix me. You have all the knowledge. You have all the medicine. Fix me. Rather than going with the approach of co-creating this new helpful experience. Exactly. You know, and this is why I have worked with doctors. At times I have said to people, I really want you to go and get some tests done. I really want you to go and see a doctor. This is, you know... So I'm extremely practical in how I deal with different issues, especially connected to health. And at the same time, I'm always saying to people, you know, have take back your power. Know that your experiences, your suppressions, your emotions, your thought patterns, like you said, your genetics, all of this makes up who you are and makes you feel in a particular way. And Your job is to really connect. Your job is to explore. If you don't know something, don't just say, I don't know. Say, I don't know, and I'm willing to find out. Well, and I think what you're also bringing to light is 
let's use the doctors and let's use the medications when we need, but understand that there's an underlying cause. Mm-hmm. And it's that underlying root cause that we really need to focus on to do the inner work that will really create a prolonged self-healing. And when we talk about healing, it, it can be all kinds of things. It can be the disappearance of the discomfort or disease, but sometimes... It, it doesn't necessarily mean the the release of it, but it, it means the awareness of something that needed to come through. And wisdom, you know, and that's what I often say to people that there's a difference between curing and healing. When you're trying to cure something, you're looking at it from a perspective of, okay, here's a bug and I want to get rid of this, as an example, or here's a tumor or cancer and I just want it out. When you're working on healing, it's a completely different approach. You're not looking at the symptom or just at the symptom that you want to get rid of. You're looking at the whole aspect of who you are and what actually created that in the first place. And then you're looking at how do I change my life, my lifestyle, you know, to match this? How do I become the match of who I want myself to be? And when we look at our healing journey, we have to understand that when we want to get rid of something, when we want to get rid of a sickness or a disease or a discomfort that's in our life, what we're really saying is we're also wanting to get rid of part of ourselves. We're wanting to kill part of ourselves off. Instead, we have to embrace that experience, look into it, and find the message and the meaning. And that is what Ina Siegel is bringing through in her wonderful book, The Secret Language of Your Body, The Essential Guide to Health and Wellness. It is an amazing guide that helps you to restore your body to its healthiest state and assist you in healing your life. She offers invaluable insights into the underlying causes of illness and disease and provides practical advice which will undoubtedly empower many of you to self-heal. She teaches you how to listen to the messages of your body, gives and leads you step-by-step to create great health through simple but effective healing methods and principles. Ina explains and demonstrates how your thoughts, energy, and emotions affect your health so your body's wisdom won't be a secret anymore, but instead a powerful guide to transform every area of your life. You can connect to Ina Siegel at InaSiegel.com, I-N-N-A-S-E-G-A-L.com. We'll be right back with more of this interesting topic. Your online community for positive change. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. 
Mom? Dad? How long should I wait for you? Mom? If I'm at soccer practice. What if something happens? Will you come get me? There's no reason not to have a plan in case of a terrorist attack. Mom, if you're not home, should we go to the neighbor's house? And some extremely good reasons why you should. Can you tell me? Everybody should have a plan. Take five minutes to talk about where you'll meet and how you'll get in touch with each other in an emergency. For other things you can do to be prepared, visit www.ready.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. What I want to be when I grow up by Johnny Mike. Dad, it's John. I got the promotion. We'll call him John Jr. You'll speak over 500 million words in your lifetime, but none of them will be as important as the words you use to tell your six-year-old he has cancer. CureSearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and to other families who know exactly what you're going through. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. Listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll free at 1 866 472 5795. Again, 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. For example, if you have a bunion, it means that you're following the wrong direction in life. You're making decisions that have limited your growth and expansion. There's fear of change or lack of belief in your ability to create and become successful. If you have experienced any individuals with cancer, they are feeling limited, angry, fearful, out of control, and carrying wounds from the past, not feeling good enough, shrinking inside, and attacking the self from within. In addition, there are other things such as carpal tunnel syndrome, wanting to be numb, doing what you don't want to do, blocking the energy flow of your life, blisters, pushing past your limits. This new book by Ina Siegel has a wealth of information going through many, many different types of physical experiences as well as emotional, in addition to also what you can do in terms of color and mind to help heal yourself. It's an easy-to-use practical guide for establishing a relationship with your own body and its healing potential. This book offers you user-friendly tools to participate in your own healing, where you're in control of your healing. It's an inspiring guide for learning to communicate effectively with our own bodies, and the title of it is The Secret Secret Language of Your Body, The Essential Guide to Health and Wellness. Welcome back, Ina. I would like to, uh, Ina, I would like to um, go into a little bit of your story because you had some amazing insights, very, very wise insights, number one, for someone that was a teen, but very practical, small steps that people can make. And what I'm going to read from the book, The Steps, and then we can talk a little bit about them. But once you got the epiphany that you could control and heal your own pain and body, your first decision had to be to become well. And you had to be open to focusing on health rather than on being sick. And I think that's a really huge step because so often we get so focused on our illness that it becomes our life. We manifest and create more of that in our experience. You want to talk a little bit about that first point? Definitely. I think that it's 
you know, in order for you to heal, especially when you've been unwell for a really long time. And for me, that was, you know, for about five or six years. And when you're a teenager, that's like forever. And so I realized that um, I had to make a decision. And it had to be a very clear and strong decision that I could no longer focus on being unwell, but I totally had to focus on being healthy, being well, and believing that my body was capable of healing itself. If it was capable of making, my, if I was capable of making myself sick, then I could also heal. And I needed to literally um, connect to that power inside me. And I think we. Our intention is vital. It, it is vital, and I think the second step is part of getting there because you realize that you really had to connect to your emotions. You literally had to give yourself permission to feel mm-hmm. because so often when we're sick, I think we try to uh, not feel our body or we try to escape or we do other things to make us feel better, whether it's numbing out on the medication or whether it's just trying to dive into television or any other number of things that people do. But you realized enough that it was time to connect to those emotions and you started that by focusing on the breath. I did. I think that you can't really fully receive information from your body if you don't breathe slowly and deeply. And I'm not saying to do that throughout the whole day because most people can't, but to take moments in your life where, you know, through the day where you, you know, you take literally 30 seconds to just breathe slowly and deeply what it does is it allows your brain and your nervous system to connect back to your body so that you can actually understand what is happening inside your body and why it's happening. And so that's exactly what I was doing, even though I didn't exactly know that I was doing that. I just knew that I had to breathe with the pain rather than against the pain, and I needed to find out what the pain was really about. Absolutely. So here we have mentally connected by the focusing on being healthy. We have emotionally connected, and we're using the breath to help bring those feelings up. And so the next step would be physically connecting, and you started to place your hands on your back and allow yourself to touch the areas that were feeling the discomfort. And this is really important because if we think of a child, right, when a child runs and hurts him or herself, What's the first thing they do? They put their hands on that part of their body that they hurt. Athletes do the same things, the same thing. We do it when we hurt ourselves. So it made sense to me that I needed to create support for my body. And later on what I discovered was that our hands are literally like they have healing energy inside them, even if we're not doing healing as a job. And we have every finger is connected to an organ inside our bodies. Every um, every part of your hand is connected to acupressure points, and in inside your hand there is actually a chakra for healing. And so, when we place our hands on a part of our body where there is pain, we are literally sending a message both to the body of being loved and cared for and supported, and also to the brain and the nervous system to focus the energy and the attention onto that part of your body. Well, and you bring up one point about children and how they naturally then hug the place or touch the place that they're hurt. And the first thing I thought about was, 
and I'm sure many people do this, but I can think of when I have, for myself, for my son, have said, oh, just brush it off, you're okay, you're okay, and I told him to get back up, and it's okay, and let's go play some more, and literally took his attention away from the feeling. And I think unconsciously we do that, and that's probably not the best thing. We need to allow them to embrace it and to feel that uh, that has happened so that they grow up knowing that they can feel. Yeah, and the reason we do that is because, as you said, we're so uncomfortable with feelings of tension or pain or things that we don't like. And at the same time, it's really, really interesting that we're also extremely uncomfortable with feelings of deep joy and deep love for most people, from my experience. And so it's almost like we keep ourselves so limited in that feeling and sometimes not even feeling, you know, like numbness. And it's really, really important for the planet and for our own well-being at this point to start to feel things and connect and be able to literally digest our emotions because people are not feeling they're not digesting them. And so we have enormous amounts of digestive problems out there. We have a lot of problems with the heart because the heart is the area that really feels. Yes, and and you write in here, indigestion is the difficulty of assimilating experiences, that there's judgment and anger and unrealistic expectations. And, And a lot of that is because we're ignoring ourselves or we're ignoring the emotions when experiences do come up. It's an amazing book. It has so much information packed in. The fourth step that you did is also another piece that I think you did it in a different way. You decided to ask if there was such a thing as divine healing intelligence and to literally call it in. And I think many times we pray or we talk to God or we talk to divine intelligence in a way that we want it, but I don't know that there's always the acceptance of it or the belief that it's actually going to come in. Yeah, so true, so true. So we ask with our minds. I asked with all of me at that point. And so I literally wasn't sure, you know. I had heard from a lot of people talking about divine intelligence, this and that, and I kind of sort of (coughs) have had that experience. But... Truly and deeply inside myself, I didn't know. And so I said, I'm going to let go of my skepticism. And if there really is something out there that's divine, I am completely open on every single level to accept the healing and the love and the whatever support that you have for me, whatever wisdom. And so because I feel I was in that space, in that state, I had the most incredible feeling that came to me of warmth and of tingling. And I felt like I saw this golden shower kind of moving through my body. And so I knew, okay, something has happened. Something is listening or someone's listening. Well, and I think for a lot of people, what ends up happening, though, is those those thoughts of doubt show up. They creep in or, or those annoying little thoughts like, I can't heal myself or this isn't going to work or I'll never get rid of this. So what, what do they do when those kinds of thoughts show up? Well, there's many different things to do. At that, I, I had the same experience. And so what I decided to do was to actually count backwards from 30 because I thought if I'm doing something... Um, that's boring but easy to do, then at least my mind is busy, you know, and it's not going to keep saying to me I can't do something. 
that's one way. And, uh, you know, I teach people lots of different ways. Another way that I say is, you know, to imagine that you are to delete things by... It's like we are constantly on the computer, right? And we all know how to press the delete button. And so when you have a thought that comes up, you can go, Divine Intelligence, um, please assist me to delete, and maybe even saying it three times, delete, 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 this particular thought pattern, whatever it is, fear or belief that I can't do it. And then I say, um, all points of view and positive and negative charges you would have seen in the book. And the reason I say that is because we have so many points of view and we get stuck in the point of view. And when you're stuck in a real perspective, um, then it's, you know, it's beyond just positive or negative thinking. It's a perspective and you have to release that. And positive and negative charge is similar. Charge is when you are so energetically and emotionally charged about something that you totally believe that it's in, uh, you know, going to happen in a particular way. And so negative one is when you can't help yourself but you react to situations or people in your life. Positive charge is something that I talk about because I, I don't... I think it's when you are very excited about something but you're completely underprepared for the consequences or for whatever it is so you you have that excitement but no preparation and what often happens is that you go up and then you come right back down so you go yes yes i believe but you haven't actually really worked on yourself through that breath through that understanding and then when something doesn't happen you just get disappointed and when you can let go of all points of view all charge then you're free and you have you build the foundation, you know, to be able to receive the healing, the love, the connection, the support, whatever it is that you're needing. And that, that foundation is definitely built in bricks and mortar of self-love and deservedness and the time that you would take so that you can breathe, the opportunity to let the feelings flow and connect to them, the time that it would take to touch the body, to see the body, to be with oneself, and to understand the secret language of your body. I'm with Ina Siegel today in this wonderful book, and she has made a significant contribution to the growing body of knowledge in the field of mind, body, and spirit. Her work encompasses the underlying mental and emotional causes of malfunction in all parts of the body, with additional insights into emotions and the use of color in healing. Most importantly, her book focuses on what people can do for themselves rather than what healthcare professionals can do for them. I urge you to connect with Ina Siegel at inasegal.com. That's I-N-N-A-S-E-G-A-L.com. Also, she will be in Seattle tomorrow, and she will be at Omega Institute June 10th, 11th, and 12th. So you can connect with her there and find out about other events again at her website, inasegal.com. We'll be right back and talk about more secret language of your body. Be Extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. 
People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. And the results indicate your child has neuroblastoma. There's evidence of metastasis. We need to schedule a bone We'll need to perform a surgical Urinary biopsy. MIBG After you hear your child has cancer, chances are you don't hear anything else. CureSearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and to other families who know exactly what you're going through. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll free at 1 866 472 5795. Again, 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. The effect of words and wounds upon us as children can be very hypnotic and very difficult to overcome. Oftentimes we are taught or shown by example how we are to treat ourselves when it comes to different experiences, especially such experiences as accidents, illness, or disease. When we learn this type of behavior, we are actually ignoring the language of the body. But this language of the body does not have to remain a secret. It is time to awaken to the life that we are meant to live and awaken to ourselves, understanding that this body is a vehicle, a tool, and an actual instrument that can guide us into having the most wonderful life possible. Pain is necessary for us to protect and define ourselves. If we never experienced pain, then it actually would be a disaster for us. But when we give pain or the affliction meaning, we don't have to suffer. And we must understand that pain and suffering are two very, very different things. All pain that we experience is a means for the soul to then grow and learn and evolve. And in taking some of that knowledge, we can start to understand ourselves and create a greater life. There's a wonderful book entitled The Secret Language of Your Body, authored by Ina Siegel, and it is filled with information, particularly the meanings to many physical ailments and emotional ailments, so that you can uncover what some of the deeper psychological meanings are, and you can do that work so that you can uncover healing in your own body. If you're afflicted with insomnia, then there's an inability to relax, feeling unsafe, unable to let go, worrying playing things over and over again in your mind. If you are also experiencing hyperthyroidism, there's an I can't be bothered attitude, muddled thinking, and fatigue. You may have situations where you experience 
the flu or you experience uh, even food allergies. Food allergies are feeling irritated by what is happening around you, extremely sensitive to other people's behaviors and beliefs about you. As we start to uncover what some of these meanings are, we can look at our lives and the experiences that have occurred, and then we can heal. Ina, you have talked about some stories where people have had afflictions. There was one young lady that was having issues with her liver. She didn't directly tell you that. You were able to intuit that in some way. And this liver issue actually went back to her grandfather who was in the concentration camps. So what do people do when they've got an issue, but let's say the emotional cause is not really theirs? Well, I think that's really important very, very important to understand, and it's definitely something that I've worked on myself because I've realized that even with myself, I've had different issues, including my back pain that wasn't just related to me. And one of the things that when you can recognize that, that you can do is go, well, um, this is not mine, but I'm carrying this. And so I'm actually, with my intention, with my breath, with my, through my emotions, through my visualization, I'm willing to let this go. And so you go on a process of recognizing and acknowledging and literally going, um, like, taking it out of yourself, you know. And sometimes I even say to people, I, I get them to do processes where I'll put on some music that is very powerful and connects people to themselves. And then I'll say, okay, visualize that person next to you and visualize a fire in front of you, like a purple fire. Take out any energies that, is, that are not yours. And so they close their eyes and they focus within and they're breathing and they're going, okay, I feel like I have some energy from my father that I don't, it doesn't belong to me. And so I say, either you can visualize that energy being purified with, let's say, gold light and then going back to that person, or if it's something that's very negative, then you can visualize it, again, take it out of your body, literally doing it with your hands and then placing it into the fire going, I don't need this fear, I don't need this um, emotion. But at the same time, not saying that you can get rid of emotions because we can't, but what we can do is get rid of the effect, you know, and the, how, um, our, how we hold on to them. So you're really releasing the stuckness. Well, and it's a lot about breaking the chain of, experiences that we've known about or seen, because it might even just be the subtle knowledge, for example, uh, a history of breast cancer Mm -hmm. in a family. You know, if you grow up knowing that your grandmother and your aunt and your your sister ended up having some form of breast cancer, then naturally you're going to take on some belief system that you too could also have that. And that must play an effect on what we create within our bodies as well. Hugely, hugely. And that's why I say to people um, when I'm teaching them in more advanced stuff where I really get them to check out all their patterns, all their beliefs. And very often they have no idea that they actually, that they even believe things, you know, until you start to question and show them and see what's really happening in their lives. And sometimes the illnesses even have a, a purpose for us. We we give it a purpose, even though we may not consciously be aware of it. And I'll give the example of a woman that uh, had cancer, and she went to an intuitive that actually helped her uh, be able to release it. But 
a few weeks later when she was leaving the office, she saw the cancer go right back into the woman's body. And when the woman returned, she said, why did you let the cancer back in? And the woman said to her, this is the only way that my family pays attention to me. So we have to uncover what the real motives are sometimes to the illnesses that we carry. This is so, so true. And I um, have had experiences where people have called me and they've said to me, you're my last, you're my last hope and nobody can, else can do it. But when I would listen to that, my feeling was that there was almost some pride inside that and it was almost like, hey, um, I'm unhealable, so let's see how, how powerful you are instead of actually going, um, this, is, this is the way that I get my attention, like you just said, and I need to find a different way, a new way of getting attention and love through very different communication rather than having cancer or pain inside my body and people feeling sorry for me. Well, and we have to get to a place where we don't carry our illness or carry our generational imprints like badges of honor because we have sometimes picked up from generations that we have to work hard or that life has to be hard or that we have to experience certain things uh, to say that we really lived. And, and sometimes that even comes down to illnesses. We wear them like a badge of honor as if, well, I survived this. Mm-hmm. But we don't necessarily have to have that experience if we do the inner work, if we allow ourselves to connect to that emotional and physical and mental part of ourselves on a moment-by-moment basis. I really agree with you, and I'm constantly saying to people, how would you like it? Would you like this to be easy or hard? Because if you want it to be easier, then you do the internal work, you know, and then you feel that you are co-creating, that you have some say in it, that you have some power. If you want to do it the hard way, then it's like being blind and being put into a forest, you know, with lots of wild creatures and being told, just go, just walk. Most definitely. And we touched on some of the principles that you have in your book in terms of making health a priority and listening to the body and the emotions. But then you have some other steps that can be advisable to people, and that is things like being creative or making gratitude the attitude for life, allowing laughter to be a priority. So it really is also about stepping into living the kind of life that we want, even if we don't have it. I really, really believe that. I really believe that once we are conscious of our life, you know, and once we say, hey, this is valuable, and what I say to people again is that, you know what, I don't think that your soul came down here just to pay your bills. You know, I reckon that it came down here because it wanted to have fun, it wanted to have joy, it wanted to connect with people, it wanted to love and to laugh and to experience depth and connection and nourishment and, you know, to feel like, hey, I'm truly alive, not because I got some illness or because I've had it hard, but because I had love and joy and I've really, I feel, I felt fully alive. Oh, most definitely. I, I fully agree with that. And I think that we have to switch our perceptions so that we really live life Uh, to the fullest in that way with that focus. So as someone gets this book and they go through and they're wanting to heal on different levels, uh, if they have a particular discomfort or disease that they're dealing with, the first thing is to just sit with that and let the emotions come up. 
uh, to also look in the book and find the area. Uh, do we go to the section that is the actual physical place, or do we look at the emotional part? T- tell me how you would advise someone to use this okay. amazing manual of the body. Well, actually, I'm going to have you do that, Ina, after our commercial break. Okay. I didn't realize right. we were right on time. And so we're going to do this first. The long-awaited, best-selling Australian book on alternative health, The Secret Language of Your Body, is now newly expanded and ready for eager international audience. Author Ina Siegel unveils the secrets to understanding the messages of your body and reveals the underlying mental, emotional, and energetic causes of physical symptoms and medical conditions. This inspiring handbook delves deeply into the possible reasons for health issues in all areas of your body, and she offers a unique step-by-step method to assist you and your body in returning to its natural state of health. You have a lot of amazing material in here that can allow you to understand everything from your weight to ulcers to tumors and trauma. You can discover what is the reason for chills, for childhood diseases, for cellulite, and even cavities. When you find out what your emotional causes are, you have the power to heal your own life. You can connect to Ina Siegel at inasegal.com and also at Omega Institute, June 10th, 11th, and 12th. You can find out more about her different events on her website, inasegal.com. We'll be right back. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. Just what is Skills USA? Skills USA specifically prepares you for the workforce. Skills USA empowers students to connect with a network of people. Skills USA allows students to connect with business and industry, to manage their education, and to really get a feel of the real world. Find out more on the web at skillsusa.org. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Listening on a higher dimension. 
Seventh Wave Network. Listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll free at 1 866 472 5795. Again, 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. What if, when we were born, we were actually brought through with a manual that told us the secret language of disease? What if it told us powerful processes for healing? Or how to heal the mental, emotional, and energetic causes of the physical ailments that we would encounter? What if it had practical exercises to heal your organs? Or even told us how we could use color to heal our lives? Well, that manual has arrived. It is The Secret Language of Your Body by Ina Siegel. It is the essential guide to health and wellness, and it will allow you to uncover all of the different underlying causes for many of the physical and emotional ailments that you may be experiencing in your life or in your family's lives. This guide belongs right up there on the shelf with your most beloved books because it is going to be one of those things that you pull constantly to be able to know yourself. And the journey of the soul is about self-realization on every level. And we're not just this physical body. We're much greater than that. And that's what this book gives you. It lets you recognize the physical, but it lets you embrace everything that's beyond just the physical so that you can know yourself to a much greater degree. Ina Siegel is an a best-selling Australian author, and she has brought this book now. It's actually gone international, and she has brought this forward, and she's in the United States touring and will be at Omega Institute June 10th, 11th, and 12th. She's in Seattle tomorrow, and you can connect to her schedule on her website, enasiegel.com. You know, we just have a few minutes left on the show, so I would like for people to understand how the best way is to use this wonderful guide when they are working on themselves. Well, the best way is, um, I mean, it's always unique. So I always like for people to find their own way. But really, if they're looking at a disease, then I ask them to go to the section in the book which talks about disease, that particular disease. Then I ask them if it's very clearly connected to a part of the body or discomfort, let's say, like a headache. So they they would go to the part of the book that talks about the head and also then they would go to the part of the book that talks about emotions and colors. However, if they are not sure, then what they might want to do is go to the systems of the body to see all the, like, which system is affected and all the organs that are part of this system. And there's also pictures in the book to show you where everything is. And so once they understand that and they understand the lesson that that, part, that system is trying to teach them, then they would go and look at all those body parts or organs or they would go and look at emotions. depends on where they're at, you know, and then do the processes described in the book. And there are some very powerful processes in here, anything from meditations to visualizations and also um, affirmations and use of color. Let's talk a little bit about the use of color in healing. We all know that the chakra systems have colors to them, so color must be connected to us in some sort of way. It it only makes sense that we would use color to help us heal. Mm. Well, color, I mean, color is vibrational, 
And what I ask people to do is to use color in that way. So I ask them to rub their hands together and visual, and you know, for about 30 seconds but rubbing every finger and then placing your hands next to each other and then visualizing a color, you know, let's say red, and as if they're holding a red ball of energy in in their hands. And when you do that, you actually literally feel the weight of the color, you feel the intensity of it, the warmth of it or the coolness of it. And once you feel that, you know that it's real. And so then what I ask people to do is, to put an intention into that color, especially if you have some understanding of what the color is about, like red is about energy and revitalizing yourself and great for pain relief. And so when you do that, when you put that intention for healing in some way or form and then place your hands on or above that part of the body that you're working with and then take some slow, deep breaths in and literally visualize and feel and sense that color going inside your body, inside the cells of your body and repairing it, then the experience of color healing becomes very, very powerful and way beyond just thinking about colors or just looking at colors. Well, and as you're talking about that, I'm envisioning the children Mm -hmm. because we can take the time now to heal ourselves, but what seems even more powerful is that color would be an ideal place to start with children because they have that imaginative and visualization ability that sometimes we lose. And so we can actually give them this secret language now. And that is so powerful, so, so important. I have children myself, and I've used color healing with them so many times, and I've worked with many, many children where I've used color to help them with confidence. I've used color healing with little kids to help them to stop um, weeing in their beds. I've helped people like kids who've had headaches, who've had... Uh, who weren't able to sleep by themselves and anything, you know, like many, many things like that, just by helping them to work with colors, with visualizing colors, with understanding them and and playing with them and being really, really creative and having fun. Well, and what's so powerful about that is we're not only teaching them a self-healing tool, but we're giving them confidence and trust in themselves that they have the ability to heal. And so this is an opportunity for you to not only go out and heal yourself, heal your body and connect to all of the parts that you are. It's an opportunity for you to connect to your children and other loved ones, to share this information and to start spreading that healing journey with one another and make it part of your play. My guest today has been Ina Siegel and her book is entitled The Secret Language of Your Body. The Essential Guide to Health and Wellness. Connect with her at enasiegel.com. Thank you so much, Ina. It's been an honor and a pleasure to have you here. Enjoy your book tour, and thank you so much. We look forward to having you on Interviews TV very, very soon. Thank you. My guest next week will be another powerful one. We will talk a little bit more about mindset and also connect at 1111 Mastermind. You can go to the 111mag.com and discover a new mastermind community that can support you in progressing down your self-realization path. There are guided visualizations, articles, audios, podcasts, video coaching, and so much in store for you if you want to connect to a like mind community. Until next week, I'm Simran Singh. Be well.
stepping into the doorway of conscious choice with 1111 Top Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens. We'll be right back.